section eleven of harper's young people volume one issue twenty march sixteenth eighteen eighty this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by betty b harper's young people volume one issue twenty march sixteenth eighteen eighty advertisements harper's young people harper's young people will be issued every tuesday and may be had at the following rates payable in advance postage free single copies four cents one subscription one year one dollar fifty cents five subscriptions one year seven dollars subscriptions may begin with any number when no time is specified it will be understood that the subscriber desires to commence with the number issued after the receipt of order remittances should be made by post office money order or draft to avoid risk of loss advertising the extent and character of the circulation of harper's young people will render it a first-class medium for advertising a limited number of approved advertisements will be inserted on two inside pages at seventy-five cents per line address harper and brothers franklin square new york a fool's errand by one of the fools the most successful novel for more than a quarter of a century a masterpiece holds the critic spellbound english literature contains no similar picture international review must be read by everybody who desires to be well informed portland advertiser a thrilling book indeed cincinnati commercial the most powerful national and social study since uncle tom's cabin boston courier read with breathless interest hartford courant not matched in the whole range of modern fiction boston traveler written in brains rochester rural home selling by thousands every week new york tribune cloth one dollar sold everywhere or mailed by fords howard and hubert twenty seven park piece new york candy send one two three or five dollars for a sample box by express of the best candies in america put up elegantly and strictly pure refers to all chicago address c f gunther confectioner seventy eight madison street chicago keep your bird in health and song by using singers patent gravel paper sold by druggists and bird dealers depot five eighty two hudson street new york the child's book of nature the child's book of nature for the use of families and schools intended to aid mothers and teachers in training children in the observation of nature in three parts part one plants part two animals part three air water heat and light etc by worthington hooker m d illustrated the three parts complete in one volume small quarto half leather one dollar thirty one cents or separately in cloth part one fifty three cents part two fifty six cents part three fifty six cents a beautiful and useful work it presents a general survey of the kingdom of nature in a manner adapted to attract the attention of the child and at the same time to furnish him with accurate and important scientific information while the work is well suited as a class book for schools its fresh and simple style cannot fail to render it a great favorite for family reading
the three parts of this book can be had in separate volumes by those who desire it this will be advisable when the book is to be used in teaching quite young children especially in schools published by harper and brothers new york sent by mail postage prepaid to any part of the united states on receipt of the price books for young men character character by samuel smiles duodecimo cloth one dollar it is in design and execution more like his self-help than any of his other works mr smiles always writes pleasantly but he writes best when he is telling anecdotes and using them to enforce a moral that he is too wise to preach about although he is not afraid to state it plainly by means of it self-help at once became a standard book and character is in its way quite as good as self-help it is a wonderful storehouse of anecdotes and biographical illustrations examiner london self-help self-help with illustrations of character conduct and perseverance by samuel smiles new edition revised and enlarged duodecimo cloth one dollar the writings of samuel smiles are a valuable aid in the education of boys his style seems to have been constructed entirely for their tastes his topics are admirably selected and his mode of communicating excellent lessons of enterprise truth and self-reliance might be called insidious and ensnaring if these words did not convey an idea which is only applicable to lessons of an opposite character and tendency taught in the same attractive style the popularity of this book self-help abroad has made it a powerful instrument of good and many an english boy has risen from its perusal determined that his life will be molded after that of some of those set before him in this volume it was written for the youth of another country but its wealth of instruction has been recognized by its translation into more than one european language and it is not too much to predict for it a popularity among american boys new york world thrift thrift by samuel smiles duodecimo cloth one dollar the mechanic farmer apprentice clerk merchant and a large circle of readers outside of these classes will find in the volume a wide range of counsel and advice presented in perspicuous language and marked throughout by vigorous good sense and who while deriving from it useful lessons for the guidance of their personal affairs will also be imbibing valuable instruction in an important branch of political economy we wish it could be placed in the hands of all our youth especially those who expect to be merchants artisans or farmers christian intelligencer new york in this useful and sensible work which should be in the hands of all classes of readers especially of those whose means are slender the author does for private economy what smith and ricardo and bastiat have done for national economy the one step which separates civilization from savagery which renders civilization possible is labor done in excess of immediate necessity to inculcate this most necessary and most homely of all virtues we have met with no better teacher than this book new york world published by harper and brothers new york sent by mail postage prepaid to any part of the united states on receipt of the price the tramp puzzle with one straight cut of the scissors get out of this tramp a handsome persian and a sea cow 
a personation who am i my enemies declare i was alike faithless to friend or foe my partisans that i was a martyr in either case i expiated my follies and weaknesses with my life as had my grandmother before me i was born at dunfermline november nineteenth sixteen hundred and died january thirtieth sixteen forty nine not an old man as you see i was heir to great possessions and held a high position but i lost land fortune and honor when young my great friend also a favorite with my father obtained a hold on me and induced me as soon as i succeeded my father in my inheritance to begin my career by paying no heed to my people's wishes i was very obstinate and as determined as my people to carry my point and we soon fell out what i could not gain fairly i tried to obtain by treachery and the result can be readily guessed i introduced many measures none of them were liked and the struggle as to who would conquer the one or the many began my habits were extravagant but then i had fine tastes collected many beautiful pictures which alas at my death were scattered never again to be a collection the painter van dyck was a favorite of mine and when he lay dying i sent my own doctor to attend him but in vain he painted several likenesses of me and my family i had very warm friends who stood by me in all my troubles but nothing could save me and at last january fifteenth sixteen forty nine i was put on trial for my life my judges were prejudiced against me and i was not allowed to plead my own cause so was adjudged worthy of death all agreed friends and foes that i met my fate bravely and when you find out who i am remember the last word i spoke my family were scattered and poor afterward my eldest son avenged my murder as he considered it but three of my judges escaped and found shelter in america there was however a taint of falsehood in all of us and my children's children were at last dispossessed of what had been my inheritance what most grieved me was not my losses but remembering how many friends suffered with me and spite of all my faults few have been more loved charles what did you have for dessert to-day lil we had omelette showfly lily what is that charles oh papa says it's french for blowed end of section eleven end of harper's young people volume one issue twenty march sixteenth eighteen eighty